I'm so done with like being even just controversial with politics or just like saying my true thoughts or whatever. It's like it doesn't matter. No, it when doesn't. it comes to like faith, <laughs> when it comes to spreading the gospel, I'm gonna be unrelentless. I'm not gonna hold yeah. back like a shred, you know. From, from and so like, about. and then I after I've kind of done this now for like the last year, I've noticed that like me getting banned off stuff has been still happening, but less. Nice. <laughs> so I don't know if that's a good sign or a bad sign, but I think they just don't really want you being so spicy with the politics and like yeah. contrarian and against their narratives, you know. And especially like they really want the two teams, the red red team, blue team, you know. So if you're kind of like not in that, yeah, I think they don't like you. If you're like having a reasonable centrist view or like even a radical view in one way or the other, like they don't want that. They want you just like mindlessly blue and mindlessly red and they want those two sides mindlessly fighting each other. What they don't want is someone to come and say, none of this matters. This world is temporary and your life here is short and fleeting and there's an eternity that's waiting beyond you. <laughs> Are you prepared yeah. for it? <laughs> that's yeah. the truth. That's what they don't want you to talk about, right? Nope. Yeah. But Try to right distract on. you with nonsense. Looks like we are live officially. Thank you guys for being here. You've both been Thank here you individually. Uh, got the Bonds Bros. <laughs> Let's go, uh, baby. Bonds Bros in the Let's house. Let's go. Um, what up, fam? My uh, my first question I have for you. I'm gonna throw some like apologetics questions at you guys. I figured I want I want to do like a kind of an apologetic stream. So who am I gonna get? I, I I think maybe you two might be the two people in my life that are the best, the most well versed, the best <laughs> at uh, fighting against the nonsense uh -oh. and speaking the truth. You know. <laughs> and by the way, you just happen so, to be so brothers. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how perfect. So my first question I'm gonna throw at you guys: Are people basically good? Practice, you want to take that? <laughs> no, let's just, we can go Romans 1, we can go Romans 2. Uh, no, no one's good. Not one. There's no one that seeks the Lord, no one who does good. Um, I know that's a narrative uh, that people are just, we're all born inherently good. And I would say that's just incredibly, incredibly false. Not just even from a biblical perspective. Let me just look, man. We're, we're bad people. <laughs> like yeah. just we're bad our nature is bad and you, like even if you've never wrote a uh, read a bible before you could tell that we're bad so no no one we're not generically or whatever inherently good we suck yeah um if you ask i think it was someone asked whoever that mobster was in chicago um al capone if he was a good person he said yeah <laughs> He said, of course, I'm a good person. I feed all these people. You know, I, I do all this community work. And then they asked Gandhi if he thought he was a good person. And he was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> and uh, I think that's a, a kind of a reality um, that we live in. Uh, people who are actually tend to be more do would be worldly good. Don't see themselves as good. Um, like, really, like they're like really nice people. Um, and then people who are like, like me or how I used to be and people who, um, are like not really caring, just kind of living for themselves. They tend to be more self-righteous, um, and see like, oh, I'm kind of all right. I'm good. So no, no one's good. 
you just look in the mirror. Just read read the Ten Commandments and see if you've done that. And if you haven't, yeah. then you're not good. That's all right. Softball question next. No, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to get harder. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. Why is there evil in the world? Like everyone's bad and there's evil, but like why? You want, um, going? You want to go? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think there's evil in the world. Sean, also, um, we can't see you, one. And two, yeah. I don't know if you knew that. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, he knows yeah. that. Sorry. Cool. Um, I can explain that, but yeah. And I didn't I see you streaming. You streaming can time. see me, but you guys can't see me. Yeah, yeah I remember that from last time. Are you streaming time. on YouTube? Yes. I can't see it. Should be. I just know because I I <laughs> message some people. Refresh. I got one person watching on Twitch, three on D Live, one on Twitter. Oh, there it is. My bad. Oh, my bad. Okay, cool. I want. I just wanted to make sure because I sent it to some people. And Eli's um, script in the chat says Jesus Christ is God. <laughs> that's facts. <laughs> so true. Shout out. Eli's uh, is always popping in with some uh, some callbacks. Just just that. Just some. <laughs> Whatever I'm talking about, it's like, oh yeah, by the way, gospel. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, in case anyone else is reading this. <laughs> so good, get you back on track when you're rambling, guy. Much at. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, why is there sin? Right? Is that the thing? Or evil. Why there evil. Yeah. Because of sin. Because of sin. I mean, um, obviously, Adam and Eve, because they fell, um, all of creation fell. So not just humankind but all of creation itself fell and there's evil because we sin um continuously like um i know that's kind of a really simple question um or a simple answer but i think if we all stop sinning all evil would stop like it's it's kind of weird if you think about it like if we all just kind of stopped it would all be good yeah i think uh I think what people fail to realize is um, that we have a sin nature. So we're born already into sin. We have Adam's fallen state already inherently given to us. Uh, so you can say whatever you want. Say you've never sinned before. You're already a sinner, which means you're going to do evil. And that's why evil's in the world, because our world's fallen because of sin. So. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Adam and Eve. <laughs> yeah, that, that look you're, we're all going to give Adam when we finally meet him, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just shrugs. Yeah. Just stare down, shrug. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy. <laughs> yeah, I struggle with that. Um, I actually really struggled with that when I was like in my first year because I wasn't born and raised in the church. I didn't have people really explaining things well to me. And I skipped the Old Testament. And I just went right into Matthew, read, you know, mm. read the Gospels. And it really, like, then when I was talking to people, I just couldn't grasp that, like, original sin. That, like, people are yeah. born sin. It's like, how mm. could a baby be born? And you're saying, like, it, it's born. It cries its first right. cry, you know? And it, it breathes yeah. its first breath. And, like, you're telling me that baby's evil? You know? So I was kind of yeah. buying into, like, well, it's probably born just pure and innocent. And we over time like convince it to become evil yeah you know and then you read 
<laughs> yeah, and, and then, then you, you open reading, your Bible. You like finally yeah. like yeah. understand. You know, you start you start coming into like the concepts that you don't really grasp right away on your own. Um, but yeah, I struggled with that for a little bit. I would get in debates with my Baptist friends right when I moved to Nashville about it. Yeah, like, no, that's just that just can't be can't be right. But <laughs> then you got to humble yourself. You know, greater men yeah. than you know. <laughs> greater yeah. men than you and the Creator that's greater than all knows best and knows right. That's true. Um, so yeah, that was a tough pill to swallow. But um, why or what is the greatest evil? So yes, there's evil in the world. Yes, we're born with it. Yes, we all have this like fallen state condition. But what is the worst evil or the greatest mm. evil? Uh, be along the lines Stumped of, <laughs> That's a good yeah, question. I, I'm trying to think. It's, it's, it's one of three. It's hating God in your heart. I would think that would be the biggest evil. Not not in the sense of like, oh God, you did this bad thing to me. It's it's hating him and knowing us Christians, knowing how much he loves us and did for us, and then choosing to hate him. Um, like Satan wanted to be him or wanted to be equal with him. Um, and that's obviously the, that led to his fall. And so that's a great evil. But um, I think along the lines of just, man, w stealing his glory, that's another one. So it's one of those two. Honestly, I genuinely think it's one of those two. Hating God because in spite of how much he loves us and what he's done for us, there can be no greater oh no actually i know it's um killing jesus that is the most evil sin that you can do i have the answer right there sorry took me a minute to come there but <laughs> yeah no killing the the messiah is uh yeah or betraying him one of the two braxton <laughs> no i think the greatest evil or greatest sin was the greatest evil mm -hmm. yeah i mean i think that probably the greatest evil is not worshiping God for God. Uh, I think that's where you get into deep trouble and God floods the earth and we get separated from him in the garden is because they, Adam and Eve, failed to worship God as God. They didn't trust him. So a failure to worship him and a failure to trust who he is is the greatest sin because when you don't trust him, you don't worship him for who you are, for who he is. That's when all the other wickedness comes in, because then you're going to worship yourself, which means you're going to chase your own pleasures, your own comforts, right? Or you don't trust him, which is the worst, because he's faithful through and through. So you, you feel like he's withholding. Root? Is that the yeah, worst? Or that's the, root? the worst because the root, if it's the, it's the, worst the is killing. Christ. No, killing <laughs> Jesus, as far as the greatest. No. Because that's Blasphemy also the, the best, that's Spirit. also the, that's also, I mean, I can't say that, but that's also the best thing for us that he died Heretic. or our sins no. would be on us still. Sinner. Braxton just said the best thing was for <laughs> our Lord to die. He had no, to die. Joking. Or, I'm, joking. Or, yeah. I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay. I'm joking. I'm joking. But yeah. So that's, that's what I think the greatest evil is now like present in the earth right now. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot. Oh, gosh, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, how can a loving God send people to hell? He doesn't send them to hell. Uh, mm -hmm. 
Uh, I guess I'll go. Um, no, nah, I got it. I got it. <laughs> he doesn't. Kingston got it. Kingston. Yeah, Kingston did Kingston that. Gave, I got to give a lot of amen to that. I got to move. He likes, he likes talking. Um, uh, I forgot the question because I got distracted. But I had the answer. How can a loving God send people to hell? Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't think he sends people to hell. I think people uh, choose to go to hell. Uh, I think Jesus has made a way for everyone's sin to be atoned for, right? He purchased that on the cross. Now, I guess if, you know, if we debate like the, the free will and predestination, then that's where people will differ. But uh, I believe they choose to go to hell because they hate God and they don't want to be with God forever. Yep. But they have an avenue to where they can humble themselves and repent and put their faith in Jesus because their sin has been paid for if they accept that free gift. So God doesn't send them to hell. He gives them what they want, which is to be away from him for all of eternity because they picked that here on earth. Yeah. So that's what I think. Yeah, like if you're going to choose rebellion against against your Lord, right? Right. You're going to rebel against your Lord because you want to be in charge or you want someone else to be in charge. Why wouldn't that Lord just let you go? Wouldn't that be the most just thing? <laughs> 100 I mean, percent should strike you down you know he should, <laughs> he should yeah. like strike you down right like make you cease to exist you know but yeah. on the contrary like why wouldn't he not just say like okay have fun out there yeah good i mean luck, good if, luck out there like you are now separated from me like you had this you had right like, you had you had a spot here with me in this kingdom that's just right. blissful and love it's all truth it's all love it's all power, amazing you know it's everything great ever that, that's <laughs> the product that's a prodigal son he let the prodigal yeah. son go right, right. he didn't yeah. like yeah. I, I mean you could have been like no don't give him his estate he probably knew what he was going to blow it on but he still let him go right yeah yeah let him walk off into hell that's right yeah, yeah. i um i think that god does um i think it's both i think he lets people go off into their sin, I think, I think, I think hell is locked from the inside. I think people want to be there, but I also think God is just. I think the reason he, a loving God can send people to hell is because he's just. I don't think it's his wrath. I don't think it's out of his wrath. Well, 50-50. Wrath and justice. Um, because if he loves us, then the blood of the saints deserves justice, right? The body of Christ deserves justice. The world rejected the God that died for his enemy, right? A God so good, a king so good that he not only he doesn't just he doesn't just defeat his enemies, but he loves them and dies for them. And um, there has to be punishment for that. There has to be a just a justice has to be served, and that's loving in of itself. It would be unloving to not give your your child discipline right when you when they act up right and so um but also it says what does it say in revelations it says the blood of the martyrs are screaming out where's the justice right they're screaming they're they're crying out to the lord give us justice because they were killed for their faith and god goes and gives them justice for um and that's loving that a judge that doesn't judge righteously is not a loving judge. So, um, 
I don't think God is sitting there hating people as they're like as they're in hell. Like ah, I hate you so much. It's like no, this is the right thing to do because I told you what to do and you didn't do it. Um, and that's how all laws work of all time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, isn't and it's kind of feeding off of what you just said beautifully. But isn't hell an unreasonable punishment for not believing in a specific set of truth claims? <laughs> no, I think there's 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 two there's, there's two things. Yeah. I got my I got two guests and they're both munching. There's, that's all right, all right. I was going to that. I can't. Uh, just alternate, a, just alternate the turns, you know. Yeah. Get a good think, bite in. Get a good bite in while you're on mute. Facts, bro. I gotta, I gotta take advantage of what my wife cooks, man. Because when she cooks, she does a fire job. She just don't cook that often. But when she does, it's gas. Um, yeah. I would say that um, if people can't wrap their head around hell and it being um, too unfair, then they don't understand God's holiness. They don't understand how separate and different he is. That one little white lie to him, to the most pure thing ever, is worthy of hell. Like, we just don't understand, we can't comprehend his holiness and how separate he is from us. I mean, I think that's the answer that people can't, if you, you just can't comprehend his holiness. Like, instead of just looking at, hell being so evil why don't you try to get to know the god that's so holy instead of the other way around like all right i want to be on his team not i can't be on his team because i can't get by with a god who would send people to hell well that doesn't change the fact so might as well hop upon the right team (laughs) just because you don't want to believe it doesn't help you in the long run so yeah i think it's just not an understanding of his holiness i think braxton answered it <laughs> Same. Um, let me see it. This might be too wordy. Ditto. Nah, never too wordy. Let's get it. Okay. How can Christians think that their personal religious experiences with God are any more true or real than those of other belief systems? I. Ooh, I don't think that they. So as as Christians, how do we know that like our relationship with God? is the real relationship with god because all of these other people claim to have that too right like hindus and muslims and insert x here you know yeah well yeah trey but how can we (laughs) facts that's the answer right there i have the most historical accurate book ever written the most fact-checked book ever written in my hands the close the, there's so much data every university is a great great grandchild of the universities created by christians in order to study this book if you go to school it's because christians who wrote this book created the first universities to study well they didn't create this book they bound it but they created universities to study this book and so and study the the history of it the 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 grammatical, um, the grammar, the the language, the translations, the historical accuracy. The, I mean, the, I I don't need 
a come a coming to G like I don't need to experience I don't like I don't need a feeling I have proof I, I get a feeling the feeling is amazing like I love that helps so much and it's just a testament of a loving God like that he would even allow me to experience his presence while I'm still like in my fleshly body right my my flesh is still sinful but my spirit has been reborn but the fact that he gets he fills me with his spirit and I get to experience that that's just icing on the cake because all you need what do you do when you don't have those feelings this is what you rely on and so that's why I know because no book is this no other religion has this what about the people that don't have access to that Braxton? <laughs> Come on, man. Y'all just look. But it, it goes back to what Trey said, man. Open your Bibles to Romans 1. All creation is without excuse. Creation itself. Yeah. The world you see, the trees, the grass, they testify that there's a God. And God is, we've already talked about it. He's just, right? So you may not have a Bible, but you can call out to that God and he can show you Jesus in a vision, right? He can send someone to you um, through missionary to to whatever, share the gospel with you, but you'd have to seek out first, right? The Lord says, all will find me who diligently seek me. And you should just be able to look around creation, your hands, your fingers, and just be like, man, there's a God. I'm calling out to that God. I'm calling out to the God who made my fingers and toes. I bet you that God is going to get you the gospel in some way if you're hunt, like searching for him. And as far as like people having other experiences, I know this is like kind of off topic, but I believe those people do have real experiences in other religions. Like I believe they experience demons 100%. Sorry, con <laughs> controversial, uh, but they are experiencing things. They're just experiencing demons and sorry. I mean, it just is what it is, bro. <laughs> So they just they say Satan disguises himself as the angel of light, bro. Yeah. So I believe their experiences are real, real. They're just not what they think they are. Yeah, that's a good point. That is too, I've talked about it on the stream before. I think we've talked about it in person, but like the Muslim world right now is like, I don't want to use the word plagued, but like being bombarded with dreams and visions of Christ. And he's like waking up Muslims because Muslims are like so unavailable, at least in certain places like Yemen. They're so unavailable and unwelcoming to like missionaries. Mm -hmm. And they're so hostile to Christians and they're so like obsessed with their control of their like of Islam, you know, imposed on everyone. No exceptions. And there's places where they'll let you be a non-believer, but they won't let you convert to another anything else, especially Christianity. But like God finds a way. <laughs> God yeah. will come like Jesus will come to you in a dream. That's oh, like facts. you're not gonna let my you're not gonna let my disciples go visit this person in person and preach the gospel. I'll find a way. You know, like that's to me so powerful and so encouraging. And it's that's happening true. everywhere. I know and in real life I've heard the testimony of two people who've said that. And yeah. I've also like just on the internet, there's people, there's like Praise God. speakers that are like, yeah, I've seen some videos raising awareness of this as well, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. He's just, like, he's just gathering his elect for the end time. Yeah. Is that, yeah. Is that promise to Ishmael, <laughs> right? Is that Ishmael? Is that it's the son? Yeah. Abraham's. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. Well, do all religions or most religions ultimately point to the same God? 
I guess yes. technically you could yes, say yeah. Do. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they do. They they point yeah. to the little G O D of this world and his name is Lucifer. That's who they point <laughs> that's who they point to. So yes, they all do. I agree hundred percent with that statement. You are either in the kingdom of light or you are in the kingdom of darkness. There are no two other there are no other options. Yeah. That's it. There are two options in this world. I know people are like, no, I'm on the no, I'm I'm not in any of it. Yeah, you are. If you're not, if you're on the fence, you're on the kingdom of darkness side, man. Yeah. So sorry. There's my answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've you might not agree with me on this, but my thinking lately has been like the Jews and the Muslims and people who just adhere to like the Abra- what they call like the Abrahamic religions. I think we know God the Father. Like we know about God the Father, like what like what the Muslims call Allah, like that is our heavenly Father. They just don't have a relationship. They don't really like understand like that spiritual connection. They don't understand what's necessary for us to like actually be living and doing, and like actual faith and actual works that follow from that faith. Um, and I think that's just. It, it creates yeah, a separation. Well, I think I think if you and miss any part of the Trinity, you don't have God. Right. Well, so that's why you know that's saying? why I say like they know about Him. They yeah, have a concept, I, I right? yeah. They, they, they can like, like he, understand he, 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 it in their minds. Yes. In that like airiness of your mind, like they can understand the concept and they know like maybe the right name or something, but they just don't have it in their heart yet. Yeah. <laughs> I would. I, yeah. If. if Amen as to the yet. It's not the yeah. like the eternal <laughs> sense of God. Like, okay, there is an eternal being that has been here forever. Like the the generic, not generic, but like the the a, a far away view of an eternal God that is all powerful, all all omnipresent. You know, like omnipotent knows all things. Like that kind of God, yes. But then if you go into the Quran and then you start describing this God, okay, that's where we kind of now we are. It's too different. It's two different people. Uh, but yeah, I mean, essentially, yes, if it's that eternal sense of stuff. That's what I would say. Right on. Well, uh, I got to ask. Good answer, you... good answer. <laughs> good answer, <laughs> <Yeah>. good answer. <laughs> Solid. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. <laughs> I'm scoring you guys, by the way. You guys are competing right now. On a, on yes, a... okay, good. <laughs> yes. I'm trying to figure out how to glue my Bible back together. Hey, bro, have y'all ever had Cajun shrimp from Kroger? Bro, please stay on top. It is no. gas. Man, you got to try it. I do like Kroger, like, like prepared spiced food, though. Oh, like dude, go like the get the ki- Ooh, Tal- I tilapia, 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 <laughs> tilapia, tilapia. <laughs> yep, you're right there. You're on it. Alabama, close, well. close. <laughs> there was one that was like California herbs, garden herbs, or something that was like so fire. So I know mm. Kroger does it. Kroger does do it well. Kroger yep. has Kroger. gas sushi. Their sushi is amazing. Yeah, dude. On Wednesdays, Their ribs for five dollars. Twelve dollars. Their, oh, hold their on. ribs are twelve dollars for a full rack of ribs. They're we're not gonna just chicken. be giving we're not gonna be giving Kroger all this clout <laughs> without them sponsoring this video or dropping <laughs> so some, some free Yo, Kroger, merch. Drop a drop a drop a like in the comments. Yeah, man. Promo come code. on, man. Promo code. Facts. Yeah. <laughs> get your get your grocery. Fisher of man. Promo code. <laughs> yeah. Thirty percent off gas every month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I gotta ask. I wanted. To, I wanted to ask this because you guys. We've talked about this. I've talked about this on my stream. I go back and forth with. It's called preterism. 
or the idea that we are living in like the post-millennial reign. We're living after the second coming of Christ. And I go back, I, I, I hear convincing evidence and I feel led. And then something like a month later will completely change my mind. I literally go back and forth on this, like so truly being convicted both ways. And it messes with my brain. <laughs> I feel like my heart's in the right place under all, but it messes with my thoughts. But I want to get your thoughts on that. And if that's real, if we're living in like the pre-second coming of Christ and the pre-millennial reign, are we living after? And regardless, was Jesus wrong about the timing of his second coming? Oh, I'm about to go in on the timing of the second coming. <laughs> Matthew 24 has been read wrong forever. Yeah, Braxton. Braxton's it. Braxton's the arbiter of truth. Here we go. Come on. <laughs> yeah, here we go. He's got his doctorate Listen, and everything. Let me tell you. All right. Let me let me rephrase that. There's a lot smarter people than me, and they may actually have. No, tell Paul Matthew. Washer. Drop Paul Washer's at in the comment section. No, I'm not smarter than Paul Washer. I'm not smarter than any of those dudes. I did watch a guy. So this isn't even my information. I'm not going to act like I took it. But I think most of the people base it on Matthew 24. And then they can use that as Jesus was a false teacher, a false prophet, because he prophesied these things and they were wrong. If you read that with a second coming type of mindset, right? Um, and kind of like a pre-trib mindset as well, which I just don't think it talks about that so to answer your question no i still think that <laughs> to answer his question i'm just going to get off that for a second because that doesn't matter no i still think i don't think christ has returned yet um i think we're living in the last days um but no i don't think he lied i think he was talking about 70 a.d when the temple got destroyed I think that's what he's talking about. So that prophecy got fulfilled and there were still of his disciples that were alive when that happened. So when he says this generation, surely this won't pass this generation. That was true. They were alive when Nero came and burned and destroyed the whole temple. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's what I think that that's talking about. But no, he hasn't come yet. That's my opinion. I, um, I would say no, he hasn't come either. Um, I don't know enough about this He's already come um, theory. Um, I know that it says we will, one, I know that the earth is gonna be dramatically different from when, like physically, like it says that everything will be flat except for Mount Zion will be at the top. Like everything will be flat on the earth, not flatter, but relatively a plane. <laughs> Sounds like you're saying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're making some bold <laughs> claims there. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. But the Earth will be so detrimentally demolished by the wrath that the Lord is going to bring that Mount Zion, and then He will set Mount Zion up. So ge even geography-wise, like the way that the Earth is, like how our topography or whatever is shaped, we. I don't believe that could be true because Jesus is supposed to be raining. Okay, millennial rain, but that still would have been there. Let's say Jesus takes everyone back just to come back and restart it all over. Um, we would still have a change in like the the way the earth looks. Um, 
Um, I don't think the earth would stay generally the same after God's wrath was poured out on it because I, I mean, I, <laughs> that's not the God I read in the Bible. <laughs> yeah. The God I read in the Bible is pretty strong. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know much about the other thing either. I think I watched one video, but that was like a year and a half ago that you sent me. And I don't remember it. <laughs> That's a good little series. Yeah. Still some questions I have. But I, I, I do think this, it was interesting. I watched this whole video. This guy made this really compelling argument about how 70 was the Christ returned, total cover up on history. Nero, you know, there's all these signs about how Nero is actually the Antichrist and all the things happened, all the prophecies were fulfilled. We're just, we have no rec recorded human history of it, you know? And it was really convincing. Like really, like truly to the point where I'm like, man, this guy gets it. I'm about to post this everywhere. You know? <laughs> and then I just kind of like, as soon as I kind of like, you know, you come down, you're like coming down off that like conspiracy video high, you know, and you're like, yeah. down back down to reality a little bit. And I was like, but John of Patmos wrote Revelation in like 95. Possibly. So this guy's whole video <laughs> about yeah. how the revelation, about how, you know, John's revelatory you know the apocalypse everything was being revealed to him you know 30 years <laughs> 25 years after it supposedly all happened that doesn't add yeah. up so like i said like i just kind of get these things where it's like man it makes so much sense and then something will come along and just totally disprove it the thing that always really trips me up though is that how many times jesus said i will come before the end of the age or i will come before your day is done like when he's directly speaking to his disciples that makes me think like maybe 70 AD, like maybe just one generation after he, you know, after his crucifixion and resurrection, wouldn't it have been close <laughs> to uh, like during the time of these apostles living? But I think maybe the apostles would have mentioned it. <laughs> maybe John wouldn't yeah, have talked. They would want. Maybe John wouldn't have talked about it happening sometime in the future if it already happened. You know. Right. So I don't know. I just go back and forth, but I think it's interesting. I'm going to do a stream and break down like my best arguments for both uh, at some point. Send the link. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of books, um, books of the Bible, why were, why, I guess not why, but there are, so like the Apocrypha books, the books that were left out. Um, do you guys read those, appreciate those? Do you just totally disregard them entirely? I'm thinking like the Book of Enoch, the Gospel of Thomas, some things that were like not crazy, crazy. Like there's the Gospel of Judas out there that people are just like, yeah, this is literally insane. This is just a total forgery. <laughs> things that are like kind of like the Apocrypha, like the people that some people do believe should be included in the Bible. Do you like give that any credence or read those or appreciate those at all? Never read it. Never thought to read it. Um, I, I, heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will never pass away. So I don't think that God would play with the canonization of his Bible, of his word to us. Uh, so just as we believe that the word of God is divinely inspired, I believe that the canonization of the Bible was divinely inspired by the Holy Spirit. And so what's yeah. in those 66 books, that's what I go by. I don't need to read anything else. Plus, if God added some more, I would just have no time on my hands. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I would not be able to go to the gym anymore. Uh, Book of Enoch is heresy. I mean, like, it just is. Like, it's cool. Like, it's a cool, like, if you read it, like, you would read 
um, about to trigger people in the comments. Like if you were gonna read like a, Harry Potter, like Lord of the Rings or Harry the Potter or whatever. Harry or Charlie Potter, Boone, I love Charlie Boone, Charlie Boone. Charlie Boone was dope back in elementary school. Easy points for your yeah, easy AR points. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if you read it with like this is scripture, like he literally gets called the Messiah, like Enoch does. Um, in there now now don't quote me on that i took that from someone who i value a lot i, I put a lot of i think you know they seem knowledgeable like i don't know that's what i heard but if it's not in the bible and then i hear some stuff like that from someone i'm just like oh okay i mean no i'm just not gonna read it um um with the lens of like this is scripture i would read it like as like a mystery book but even then i don't want to be I don't want to mix. I don't want to mix Jesus with mythology because it's so yeah. easy, and you can just kind of like get lost in the weeds way too fast. New it, age. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do? You, do you have you read them, Sean? Yeah, I've read some. And what are your thoughts? Yeah, you okay. like the Quran the most. I like them. <laughs> you do. I mean, I, I do you like look some at them. them? What I really like is I got really into um, some some one of my fans sent me the Ethiopian Bible, and it has like ninety books, like a bunch of stuff. And so some of it you're reading it, you're just like, okay, this is clearly left out for a reason. Some of it does like pretty dope. The one I always remember is it's called the Gospel of Peace. I'm pretty sure that's true, or the Book of Peace. Maybe I'm even getting that wrong. But it's like, to me, it rings so true as, like, actually Jesus' teachings. Like, I don't read a single thing in there where I'm like, this is insane, this is crazy, this isn't Jesus, you know? So then it's tough mm -hmm. for me to be like, well, then why is this left out? It must be left out, like you said, like, it has to be left out for a reason. So I don't, like, sit here and say, like, this should be included, this, <laughs> I'm just going to pretend, like, or, you know, I'm not going to, like, make excuses for it or try to force it. But yeah. I kind of just read them just to, like, see what's up. Like, Gospel of Thomas, I read it, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know if this is even real or true. You know, I think this yeah. might be some kind of fake or forgery. It just doesn't feel right. Um, yeah. I don't get the conviction that this is <laughs> no, some, like, it from... should be included, but it's not book, you know? But I kind of did feel that a little bit with some of the others. Like, Yeah. You can crack open the power of I am and learn something from it. I'm sure That's you can. Facts. <laughs> you can crack open Joel Osteen's yeah. book and find something good in there. I guarantee you probably can. Am I going to go to him for the theological advice? No, 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 I'm not. How to be nice? Oh, absolutely. I'll go to him on how to facts. be nice and encouraging and a good public speaker. I'll definitely go to him. Facts. That's facts. Why well, use, I have a, I have three Bibles, but one of them, I, but the main one I use is a uh, Orthodox study Bible for like the Orthodox Church, and they have more books. So like Martin Luther actually took some books out mm -hmm. at some point, either him or his followers. So like the Catholics and the Orthodox actually have like 74 books or 72 books in their Bibles and a couple extra Psalms. So my Bible that I use, actually Psalm 1 is not in our Psalms. So the numbering's all wrong. <laughs> mm. But it's interesting and I like it. And like for me, I can't really grasp or come up with a good reason why like either A, why are these books included in these Bibles? Or B, why aren't these books included in like our Bibles? 
and I can't really rasp like I don't know. Is there is there an answer? Is it true? Yeah, I'll tell you the answer. Yes, no, I don't know. Like it's because Christian ain't trying to juggle with their salvation and mess around with some books (laughs) they ain't got no business being messed with. That's why I didn't even I didn't even know there were that many Bibles, bro. To be honest, I didn't even know that was a thing. Huh? There's a there's a Bible for everyone. I'm not playing. You think I'm joking? I'm not kidding. I knew there was like a the Quran and like a Mormon Bible, and I'm sure Jehovah's Witness have their own Bible. Like I knew that. I didn't know there was like a Ethern East uh, Orthodoxy Bible or an Ethiopian Bible. I didn't know that. I mean, it's the That's same. Like the one I have is it's King James. It's New King James. So I mean, it's the same. I mean, if I was to pull up like a verse, like you know Philippians four twelve or something. It's going to be the same, like as a New King James Bible. It's just a little bit, like the books overall are a little bit out of order. Um, the name's different too. Like one, like, like instead of Song of Solomon's, I think it's um, Song of Songs. So like some of them are just like a little bit different, like on the naming and stuff. But for the most part, it's like the exact same Bible. I think that's where faith comes in. And it's like super important. Like, yeah, you can have one book of the Bible and that literally that just... like tells you okay i need someone to intercess like be an intercessory for my sins and i'm gonna believe that god provides that for me and just having faith in jesus like yeah okay cool there's a bunch of different things and you know i I have faith that this book is sufficient for teaching me what i need to know about my savior like this is sufficient um and i don't need anything else other than this and so um I just need yeah. the Gospel of John. I feel like, my goodness, <laughs> gosh, I'm being for real, bro. John's yeah. got it all. Yeah, John and Romans, and you're and you're. No, I don't want to diminish the rest of the Bible. No, like, it's, it's all awesome. Whoa, 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 whoa! Eric's trying to throw out the rest of the Bible. It started talking about Joel Osteen, and now he goes, "Don't read the Bible." All right. <laughs> that's awesome well speaking of like different denominations and and wackos in the Christian faith (laughs) (laughs) speaking of all the wackos out there Uh, I'm trying to be a wacko so so Christianity is true but why are there so many like different types of Christians why are there so many different types of Bibles Uh, oh All right, you know, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Here's my answer, but biblical answer. You want to you want to go first? Oh, you go first. All right. So, uh, God God has an enemy. His name is Satan. Right? We've, I've talked about him multiple times. Jesus prayed for one thing for his disciples. Pray for one thing. It was that we would be unified. That's what he prayed for. He prayed for us to be unified, to be one as him and the Father. Everything that God created. It's good. Satan perverts it. Sex, it's God's idea. And he perverts it. Rape, incest, whatever, pornography, sex outside of marriage. He perverts it. All these good gifts, he perverts it. It's the same thing with this. Unity is a good gift. Our God is a triune God. Like he is in unity. So that would be something that Satan would try to pervert, which is why we have 40 billion different denominations. That's just his way of attacking something that God created to be good. And put his little nasty twist on it and get us to argue over little verses or words or thoughts so that's that's why i think but that's my answer i just don't think 
every two, every relationship with the Lord is the same generally. I mean, other than generally, like Braxton's relationship with the Lord is going to be different than mine. And we're all different parts of the body. Like the, the, the hand is not going to worship the Lord the same way the foot is. Right. And so I think it's going to worship in the same heart posture and it's going to worship in the same non-heretical way, but it's not going to worship the same way. Like my wife and I were very internal worshipers. Very rarely do I extend my hands and do I, you know, do I like... Because you don't read your Bible. Yeah, okay, that's cool. But I just, <laughs> I, I'm comfortable worshiping. We, we worship internal. Like we just, we like trying to sit there and imagine that we're with Jesus, like just alone, like intimate. Like I'm not saying it's more intimate. I'm just saying that's for us. It, it's more intimate for us to do it that way than it is for, because we would feel uncomfortable putting our hands up and then now we're thinking about other people versus thinking about our Lord. And so we're all different body parts, just like we all have different gifts. So if one person wants to be, let's say, a little bit more charismatic, obviously, given the fact that their theology is correct, I think that's the most important fact. You can't, not everyone can speak in tongues. I mean, technically can, like in the sense of the Holy Spirit could gift that to anyone, sure, but not everyone will speak in tongues. Um, and so like, but like if they want to be charismatic, that's a different part of the body of Christ versus like a Baptist who's more conservative, who it's just your heart posture and what you do on the outside is relative as long as it's within the confines of <laughs> good theology and holiness. Then so, yeah, you can have multiple different denominations. It's a good thought. I never thought about the denominations being body parts. It's pretty dope. Yeah, I'm going to comment on someone's YouTube that's famous when they try to attack each other. And I'm going to say, it's because you're a foot and not a hand. <laughs> yeah. John, <laughs> I'm on your YouTube and I want to comment, but I can't comment. Oh, right, I look I'll good with a bun. Ask them if they think <laughs> I look good with a bun. Yeah, you got a little Jon Snow action going. Last time I had Samurai Warrior podcast. Yeah, facts, bro. <laughs> I just need to get tatted up and I'll be straight. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of the same. It's almost the same question, but different. So, like, Christianity is true, but why are so many Christians living lives that look no different than that of non believers? Um, I, I think bad theology or uh, lack of it's fun to them a lack of ex, of encounter in God so they have bad theology they've been taught wrong about who God is and so therefore they don't fix their mind on the things of the spirit they don't know how to walk by the spirit so they still gratify their flesh mm-hmm. or they've never just encountered God personally and so they're not mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're wearing the Christian that, jerseys, but they're not actually yeah, you know what I'm saying? actually ready to play in the game. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They haven't made like a they haven't done the count the cost that Jesus tells us to. Like mm-hmm. if you count the cost, hey man, you may lose friends, you gotta stop smoking dope, you gotta this is have you counted that? You want that. And people don't count the cost. They just say, "Hey, here's your get out of hell free card. Pray this prayer, and you're good." Well, then yeah. that's why they that's why they look no different because they put their faith in a prayer. They haven't put their faith in Jesus. 
and done what he's asked them to do. And anyone who truly understands what Jesus did for them wants to give them their whole life. And this is why we are so frustrated with ourselves at the time because we suck at doing that. Mm-hmm. But we want to do it so well because we know what he's done for us. Mm-hmm. Right? So we're always going to struggle and we're going to sin, but we don't want to. Whereas they don't care. They just don't want to go to hell. There's a difference. Or they don't cultural. want Yeah. Yeah, or it's cultural. Yeah, they're just they're, you know, they they're born into it, especially in the Bible belt. Um but God lead, man, that's a I've just I've really I mean, I've heard people say that, but just recently, I just hear the the things that people talk about and I'm not trying to be judgmental. I promise I'm not. Like I suck. Trust me. I sin so much. So don't hear me, but like and you catch me on a day, you're going to think I'm a hypocritical Christian. I am. I'm not saying I'm not. I'm just saying like <laughs> some of these people that just claim it, I'm like, golly, the things that they're into and Mud. say and do. And it, it'd be different if it was like, you know, brand new believers. But these are people who like, and I'm like, still? Can I like, just talk to you about like, like my life? as Because I was the poster child for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, your, your, yours was the whole your whole life like that, right? Like growing up. Yeah, Braxton always had it, and I didn't. Um, or at least I I was because kids realistically, children aren't that they're naughty, but they're not as naughty as they can be when they're adults. And uh, I don't know. I think there was one point in time where I called Braxton, or I texted Braxton. I was just like, I don't really think this Christian thing's for me, man. Just because like I wasn't getting it. I was trying to read my devotional while yeah. I was on deployment in Romania. And I was just like, it's just, I'm not, it's not clicking. But I would have straight up told you I was a Christian my whole life. Um, because I knew Jesus died for my sins. And um, if you if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, you'll be saved. Like I could do these things to pat myself on the back and like really convince myself like, hey, you're gonna be straight. But then now that the Lord has graced me with the knowledge of who he is and the power of who he is and the glory of who he is i terrify the state that i was in literally i have it's beyond horrific like it's terrifying that and the amount of times i could have died the amount of times that i almost caused my own death like and you're just like Oh, oh, thank you. I mean, like, I have nothing else to say, but thank you for not allowing my ticket to be punched. But anyways, back to your question. I think it's what Braxton said. It's threefold. It's bad theology. It is not reading your Bible. Like, if you are not reading your Bible, I know a lot of people who I'm just like, man, I think this person really loves the Lord. But they are in sin and they say they like sin, but they hate that they do it. And... uh And I think just reading your Bible, it transforms who you are. And then the third one is fellowship. I think if you have the first two, you'll be fine. Yeah, so true. And then the third one teaches you how to live with other Christians. (laughs) And uh, um, yeah, and it keeps you accountable. And so um, I think the third one one helps with the, I like sin, but I hate doing it too. Yeah. I think that one helps a lot. So yeah, those are good. Yeah, having a band of brothers there ready to like convict you, <laughs> hold Facts. you accountable, like, or just like let you know what you're doing is wrong. Yeah, like I was a Christian for about two years before someone was like, "Hey, man, like you shouldn't cuss." 
I was like, <laughs> I was like, why? I'm like, oh, well, just, just purely ignorant. <laughs> like, I was on these streams, like my first, like it's almost embarrassing listening to like my first fifteen or so episodes. Just, just dropping, I'm, like, dropping cuss words. Like my whole life was cuss words, you know. It was just the way I spoke. I and gotta go back was, and like, hear that. Like, God cursing. <laughs> he's like, you need to like protect, you know, especially if you are like trying to like start discipling people, like you, that's affecting your witness. And I'm like what i don't get it and you know just sends me like 20 different <laughs> verses you know like here's a yeah. bullet point list of verses you should uh, do some homework on sean and then of course wow, you like, get so convicted beautiful. and i'm like okay i'm now determined to never do that again yeah and once in a that's, great yeah. while it will slip out like just almost oh, out yeah. of Same. you know what i mean yeah and instantly Same. you know like okay wrong bad repent i don't you know yep. that's a mistake don't do it again but yep. like that's what it takes is like if no one held me accountable if my bro didn't come right. up and like hey dude stop <laughs> if you yeah. need Thanks. help i can help you here's why you need to stop like please stop i want i want you to have a good witness i want you to be on mission and do it effectively and to do that that's you need awesome to be doing this or stop doing this you know and if that's not awesome. if i was just coasting like i kind of was at that time like oh i'm good i don't need a church I, I'm good. Just me and Jesus. Just me and the Bible. That's all I need, you know? That's I would have just kept cussing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I would have just kept living it ignorantly in sin, you know? And I'm sure, yeah. you know, God will find a way eventually to, like, correct, course correct you. If you are yeah. authentically seeking, <laughs> you will yeah. find eventually. But that's how you find. That's an easy and, and fast track way to find and to live better Max. and to become more righteous, like, more, like, quicker is that having oh, yeah. a band of brothers that will tell you and be willing to tell you what you need to hear yeah yeah my whole then, christian and, walk changed like when Trey i earlier, started when going to the way <laughs> like before I the think, stream started off stream when, when trey was willing to tell me the stuff that no one else was willing to tell me like hey dude you're doing this thing stupid you should not do that but yeah trey was like you're doing the stupid thing bro stop being so stupid yeah. all the time and i'm like oh yeah good point okay i've never heard that hey good great point thanks for being yes. willing to tell me that like no one else does you know <laughs> it's super hard though i hate i'll physically i'll get in physical conflict i'll try not to but the idea of physically getting in conflict is way less scary to me than verbal conflict of like correcting someone that you're not close with but that's a different i think sorry i went off topic for a second uh, if you just throw verses at someone as a way to like correct like a loop like someone who's not living their christian life like their the life that christ has called them to live um i don't think that's going to get anywhere if they're not themselves daily feeding or not daily but in a consistent manner feeding off the word of god uh in renewing their minds because sean you were you were in the word you've always been eager to, you've known this is the truth the lord has put that zeal in your heart to know this is the truth so you're more susceptible to that but people who've been living luke like lukewarm lives let's say they are saved but they've just been living in a in a very sinful prodigal son state Me. throwing a verse at them is not going to save them. it's not going to change their heart they need to ingest the word daily and that is going to renew their mind that that word is going to wash that off of them and it's going to renew them and that's the only way that they grow less and less sinful is all of a sudden they just go oh well, I didn't, well, you know someone said hey why don't you just quit smoking i was like oh well yeah you're you're right I, <laughs> i'll just quit smoking and braxton was like why don't you quit cussing i was like oh 
I don't know, because maybe I can do this. He's like, well, just pray about it. And I just stopped cussing. Like, it's literally just like, you know, it's because I was in my word, reading my Bible, and the Holy Spirit was conforming me through this renewing of my mind. Yeah, yeah I've, I've, I think I've struggled uh, because I read the Bible a lot. <laughs> like, and I'm not like, I'm just saying, and things wouldn't change. Is because I wouldn't like go in there with the mindset of like, all right, I'm actually going to practice what this says. I just was like, oh, I read it. It's getting inside of me. It's going to fix me. Like, yeah. like that's literally what I thought. I literally just like read it and it does, like, it's like taking a pill. Yeah, here's the medicine. And, like, yeah, here it is. Here comes the choo like, tray. I'm not, I'm not even ashamed to admit it. Like, I've been that way for like, until like six months ago. Like, I just thought reading would help me. And it, no, man, you have to have like the mindset that you're going to do it. Like you're going to put the stuff into practice, but you yeah. also, I mean, you have to ingest it because if you don't ingest, now it's easier for me now because I already, I know it. Like that was the benefit of reading it. Like I know it, I can quote it. It's inside of me, but now I just had to make that switch. Like it does you, you get no, you get no brownie points for knowing this zero. Act out Leviticus Like do it brother. Jackson, act out Leviticus for me. Uh, okay. Uh, Walk it out. No pork. Leviticus. No. Uh, no. I'm already starting it. I'm already starting it. Not cutting you have, my hair. You have linen of two different colors. Well, it's two fabrics. I've also I also two ate fabric. fruit. Can't I also mix, ate can't fruit that wasn't. Is that a blended uh, fabric that you're that you're? Is that what is that? He's got I'm, earrings too. Tattoos. I'm breaking Leviticus tattoos? 19. Oh no. I've shaved my beard. Hey, people, we're not under the law. We're not under the law. One, putting, we're not Jewish. Putting your, One, we're not putting Jewish. Your trees inside of your house like a pagan. Center. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just everyone in the everyone who's watching. We're, none of us are Jewish, and if you're born in Christ, uh, you are not under the law of Moses. So, uh, live free in Christ. Thank you. I love the. Other Bible study group friends we were talking about, you know, because there's a verse, it might be Deuteronomy or Leviticus, where it says, don't bring like, like trees into your house, like the pagans do. And people That's pull awesome. that quote up out of context to be like, Christmas is a pagan holiday. You're being pagan. You're being satanic by having a Christmas tree in your house. Look, it's here in this verse I took out of context, you know, <laughs> but then it's like, Okay, well, do you have like plants in your house? <laughs> like, if you're like, if you're, uh, you know, do you get flowers for your girlfriend on Valentine's Day and like put them in a vase inside your house? <laughs> like, if you're really yeah. gonna be like a stickler for that, right? It's like, and exactly, like that's the whole point is Christ came to fulfill the law, right? Because we can never fulfill it. We'll always yep. fall short of obeying every one of the laws. God knew that. He had to come save us from that, right? <laughs> Right. And so it's not about like make sure there's not a single flower petal inside your house, otherwise you're a pagan, satanic, <laughs> god hater. You know, it's more like what's in your heart, right? Yeah. Are you truly loving and serving the Lord? And if you have a tattoo on your body that helps you do that in some way, uh, should you be stoned, <laughs> or would you be put? Would you be glorified? Would you be called by Christ to be on mission? Like stone, because your heart's in the right way. Very so stone. Yeah, you, you too. All the people yeah. in the comments who are watching who have tattoos. Yeah. 
Praise God. I got my rock. <laughs> All my dudes out there, get your rocks. These two guys on my stream right now are. <laughs> yeah, dude. I have. Yeah, no. I. That's I, why not. He who he who is without sin shall. Yeah, throw the. <laughs> hey man, that's what I was thinking too, bro. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. There's a lot of that. You go to Israel and you see a lot of people who, they don't have McDonald's, they don't have cheeseburgers, because they even they're like it says don't boil a mother's a, a mother's lamb a, yeah it's, a it's, lamb in its mother's milk it's mother's milk yeah and you're and that that's literally a pagan ritual thing that god was basically saying don't do this because you guys do you guys 40 minutes after i got you off the, the red sea you've already created a calf um right that's what it, i think all that stuff is idol worshiping right yeah it no, is. it is it's it, so like it all is so when you say when someone says like don't bring a tree inside your house, it's probably like not a, about like okay. it being bad for you. <laughs> it's probably more about you idolizing. You're probably fine. It's probably more about you putting more appreciation into this thing in your house than you are with the God over everything, right? Like most of these laws are more about stopping us from drifting away from God and rebelling against God, you know. But we turn them into like very literal things very legalist things we can fight you know, again like you were saying earlier like divide ourselves over right yeah. you can't be unified if you're fighting over whether you can put a christmas tree in your living room for a month or not you know <laughs> right <laughs> totally disregarding Dude. everything else that's important and meaningful you know now how's you fighting Good. over this silly thing and yeah. are you idolizing it is your christmas tree turning into something you have to do something that has to be done a certain way or else is it causing you stress is it causing you like there's probably a good reason why we're suggested or told not to do something. And almost yeah. always it's because people can get carried away and drift away right. from God and towards whatever that thing is. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, the law of Moses was put in place for the Israelites to be so set apart. And although we have freedom in Christ, how much more should we look set apart from the world now? Mm -hmm. So that's my yeah. takeaway from that. Like we should, they, those people, the Israelites would have looked so foreign. And I don't think that Jesus came for us to not look foreign anymore. I think we should look even more foreign. Yeah. Even way more foreign in our culture. May way more like weirdos. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> already Sign, there, Braxton. You're good. You got Sign it. me you up to stop. be a wacko. No, you've already been signed up. We've been talking about it for a while. Well... Speaking we like, tongues. Weird. <laughs> well, I like to what you were saying earlier, Trey, about just throwing scriptures at somebody. Because mm -hmm. like, and that was very profound for me too. Because like at first I was like, I, like I encountered Christ, life transformed, Ooh. like everything. I'm like on fire. I'm like so ready to just go shout to everyone in my life, like, guys, I found it. <laughs> yeah, you can have this too. Look how easy it is. And I'm just throwing scriptures and I'm just throwing this stuff at people and it repelled them. Like it really mm -hmm. did just, and they just, you know, especially like my family, my friends who are like non-believers who have like mostly came away, like ran away from faith. They were born into it or their parents were born into it. They chose to separate. The last thing they want to hear is someone saying, John three sixteen, read it, pull out a Bible <laughs> right now and read that or else, yeah. you know, they're going to go like, no. <laughs> Right. Uh, how about yeah. not? I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. And by the way, now I just don't want to listen to anything you have to say. You know, now it's I want like, to completely change the topic and never bring this up again. 
And the thing that really hit me hard was that, like, um, Stephen Armstrong explanation of Matthew mm-hmm. 7 and throwing pearls before swine. Mm-hmm. And it's so profound because, like, they're not ready for it. They don't care. Mm-hmm. They won't appreciate it. It's a pearl, yes. It's the greatest thing ever. It's the most valuable thing ever. Like, what they need to hear, and they're like, they're not ready for it. They will not receive yeah. it the way they're supposed to receive it. Mm-hmm. And so I've really, like, learned through trial and error, like, you can't do that. You have to just throw food to the swine. <laughs> yeah. You just have to let the swine know that you're there, that you love them, that you care for them, that you're willing to feed them. And then eventually one day, hopefully you can build a relationship where they know when they're ready for the pearls, they know exactly who to go to. They know you're True. there ready and willing for, to eventually share those pearls with them. But when yeah. they're not ready, you can't just keep throwing it to them. It's wasted. It's stupid. Jesus tells us, like, don't do that. It's it's stupid. You're wasting your time. There's fruit. There's better fruit out there for you to produce. Um, but it's like something we all kind of have to have that trial and error because then at the same time you can drift away in the other direction, where you're like, I don't need to ever use scripture to to help people <laughs> towards God. And then it starts being that what we were talking about. Like, I feel, I think, I want Jesus to be like this. Therefore, He is. You know, if you if you aren't basing the truth in scripture, then you do start drifting off into like nonsense, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like finding that line of when and where to introduce scripture to people. Yeah. Sorry. I want to shout out to my boy Kiff right now who's watching. I, I if you're watching What up, uh, Kiff? Really happy that you're here. Um he also wrote something in the comments. I really hope it's not like blasphemous. Um <laughs> I love you, Kiff. Like I really do. Kiff streets. Get it? Because Tiff streets. Tiff streets. <laughs> Sean, next question. Um, what does God sound like? Uh, like, <laughs> like someone voice you already know no i'm kidding i'm just taking that from first samuel uh a whisper that's from what is that that's from ezekiel sounds you know, elijah well yeah he wasn't in the fire he was in the gentle whisper he sounds like a crackling fire from a bush um he sounds like a man because jesus is a man uh he sounds like a nudging go this way he sounds like a donkey yeah a gentle, so I, a gentle nudge. Yeah. A he strong pull. <laughs> so I think there's no limits to what his voice can sound like. Yeah. That'd be yeah. my uh, answer. Love it. I like the I like the one to think it's like a someone's voice you already know. Mm-hmm. Because I felt like God's talked to me and it sounded like mom. Mm-hmm. I'm not even kidding. You're saying so, God's a woman. Hair, no, hair not at all. But it just it, sound, it sounded like uh-huh. mom. God is not a woman. We are to call him father. But he is also spirit. Is there his preferred pronouns? Yeah. Preferred see, pronouns are he. Yeah. Do you, do you ever think? Yeah, they are preferred pronouns. So those people who say he's a woman, they're not respecting his pronouns. Yeah. He told us what to call him. Why don't you show, Why don't y'all show some respect? Stream over. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a little harsh. I didn't mean that. No, 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 you're you guys. You're free to be wrong all you want. 
Go ahead. <laughs> good, good. Let's get in chest. Let's get into Calvinism. No, I'm joking. Uh, let's yeah. stay away from it. Do you love even your enemies? Of course. No, man, I'm I'm petty. I don't have enemies. Like, I don't think, like, I have enemies. Um, but there are just people that, like, I don't get along with. And I act so petty towards a man. <laughs> I'm not even kidding that I'm, I'm trying to have the Lord work on that and to just be apologetic and pray for him but like people always say like hey praying for him it's going to help like you feel better and not be that mean towards him but that has not been the case for me man I still feel petty towards him <laughs> when I pray so I think I'm just doing it out of sheer obedience to the word but yeah, yeah I'm supposed to love my enemies Kiff is not my enemy. He te he's texting me while this is going on, um, which is awesome. Um, Do you have enemies, Sean? Do, Do we I have enemies? All forgiveness. Like, I'll Do we tell have, all. We have enemies me? today? I'll, I'll tell you what loving your enemies did for me. Because it's like, it's the only time where I've actually had, like, I was like, I genuinely hate these people. Like, I hate them. Oh. And so the there's these junior Marines, Kiff knows, um, these junior Marines that got us in trouble and we ended up losing our honorable discharge uh, because but they didn't get us in trouble. We were doing the wrong thing and they just told on us, which was not the culture. It was kind of a no snitch culture, but they did the right thing and they told on us for hazing them when we shouldn't have. And for a long time, you know, I really hated them. Um, a lot of what they said was really over dramatized and dramatic. And I feel like they kind of caved under the pressure of the leadership. And, um, and you know, a lot like my friends really hated them. Like a lot of my friends really hated those kids. And um, I remember one night they, they were calling this other guy who didn't get saved. I had just gotten saved like, like three months before. So this is like six months in total after I've gotten out of the Marine Corps and I've just forgiven them. Like, I'm just like, I really, I love them. I hope they're doing well. And they called one of my friends who got in trouble and they, I mean, he cussed them out. I mean, he's saying the worst things that you could say to a human being, um, telling them, disrespecting their families, their wives, their children, like it is horrible. And then they call me kind of, I think they're trying to antagonize me to try and see if there's like, there's something. And I was just like, how's it going man how's your how's your family like because i genuinely didn't have hate for him anymore jesus had come in and healed all that he had healed my hate for everything in me i know that he had a reason for getting me out of the marine corps so that my friend could get saved so that he could later and then share the gospel with me and then i could go out and then i could get saved so i had no more hate and so yeah i loved my enemies they were my enemies they did me wrong mm -hmm. and so I did love them because I know what's waiting for them if they don't receive what Christ gave me. Um, so long-winded converse, long-winded thing, but yeah, loving your enemies is a thing that can bring a lot of um, fruit. Let me introduce y'all. Let me introduce the goat to the stream real quick. <laughs> oh yeah. This is the goat right here. Stream. The king. Yes, put the, my, put yes. the crown on. This is my boy right here. Put the crown on. Facts. This is, look at that smile, man. This guy's the goat. He's going to lead millions willingly. <laughs> we didn't give him that uh, name for nothing. 
that was what I was gonna off before we started the stream. It was just Trey and I. I was gonna say we were gonna start the stream because I wanted to bring up a good point I was talking about, and that's what this is. Is we were talking about how you know like that like the stereotype of like the preacher's son or the preacher's daughter. Mm-hmm. How they're like the whole the whole thing is like then it's almost assumed like they're gonna be rebellious. Yeah. And like, why is that? Because I feel like the doesn't the preacher have like the most pressure on him to make sure his children are good. It's saying that for him twice as hard. And then, yeah. Doesn't that seem like maybe that is the wrong way to approach raising children? Mm. <laughs> if that's such a stereotype, and it is like I've literally met people like that too, where they're like, I was a preacher's kid, so of course I rebelled, and then I went to college, and then I like returned. You know, their testimony. Yeah, right. Is they're like, always the same. Basically, because I was a preacher's kid, I went off the rails. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that seems to be true with like overly strict Christian parents who the intention's good, right? Isn't the intention there like I want to make sure my child is saved yeah <laughs> i want to protect my child i want to make sure my child is ready for the world and then it right. fires so what is two two men who are about to be one one is a father one's about to be a father no i am a father get on that pro-life bro. Yeah. i yeah. i am a father <laughs> true i stand corrected <laughs> how foolish of me of course <laughs> got two fathers in the in the building yeah what are your That's approaches facts. to raising like your sons or your, or your daughters i guess future daughters like Braxton, do you want me to go first since you have a smarter answer and then since you're already like you are already yeah. practicing your fathership i have not started practicing it yeah go ahead i'll i'll be the cleanup yeah be the closer <laughs> that way if i say something stupid the cleanup elaine and i actually got in a we had a pretty long and serious conversation it wasn't bad but it was it was we were getting in the mud of it and we were talking about how to raise our kids and i think we want to raise them the same way our father is with us right emphasis on justice and grace like if like justice and grace is what i was thinking because we were talking about disciplining our kids right like spanking your kids and and when and where is that appropriate and i think what happens when we go to the lord when we go to the lord and we're like dad i made a mess of everything i I sinned so bad what does he have for us nothing but open arms and love and forgiveness and saying you are I forgive you. You're my son. I love you more than you could ever imagine. So why on earth would you ever do the opposite with your child if they come to you? If you if you create a space of come and can come, you can tell me what you've done wrong. Like I'm that's what I'm here for. I'm a sinner too. I sin just like you sin. And you create that environment of them coming to you and telling you what they've done wrong. God bless you if you have daughters. Uh, in high school um, or in college, <laughs> but <laughs> inviting that culture yes. of come tell me what you've done wrong. But what what happens when we hide our sin from the Lord? What does he do to us when we're living in our sin? There's discipline. And so I think just trying to be like our heavenly father is going to yield a result that is going to be like us, like like how we are with our heavenly father. Braxton, I don't know if you're making fun of me or if you're listening to music. No, Kingston was banging on something. He's making a beat, so I was bopping to him. Yeah, but that was my answer. Yeah, love it. Yeah, man, what Trey said, those were 
it's good answers. That's probably, um, I mean, I won't go through like all the ins and outs of things me and Emily have talked about and um, how we're doing things. Uh, but I just wrote down like three commitments that um, like I would follow and it's all based on scripture. Like I'm going to bring my son up in the training and instruction of the Lord. I'm not going to embitter him to make him discouraged and I'm going to start him off in the way that he can, he should go. And when he's old, he won't depart from it. So like I'm following what the word of God says. Um, but like, if we want to practice like a, like um, whatever, I'm, I'm probably gonna raise him the way that mom raised us with more discipline. Um, <laughs> Just a little bit more discipline. So like that, but I think that's where <laughs> my my son is walking. Like he just walking. He's just walking to me from Yo, the bookshelf. He's walking. No like way. He, he just went to the bookshelf and walked. Like no, we didn't have to coerce him. He just walked over here. Sorry. Yeah. So that's sick. Um, but yeah, so like my mom didn't like really force stuff on us. She read the word over us. She prayed over us. She didn't make us go to church because she knew that we rebelled. I'm not, I think that's where discipline comes in. So I'm going to make my child go to church. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like those little things. Um, but I'm not going to be the overly strict because I'm not in control of his salvation anyways. Right. I mean, like I, it's scary, but his name is either written in the Lamb's book of life or it's not. And so my job is to just love him and show him the love of Christ and the discipline of Christ and not embitter him in any way to where he would not want to love Jesus with his whole heart. And I think if he sees parents that love Jesus with their whole heart and actually practice what they preach, then our kids will follow suit. That's I think the problem is where they fought, they, whatever is they don't see the authentic relationship with Jesus. They say the parents say one thing, we're going to church, we're doing this, and then they don't see it lived out. And they're like, well, this is bold. This is, I don't, this is crap. I don't want this at all. And so they turn away from it. And then, you know, the Lord's gracious and he gets them back in, hopefully. But there, my, I don't, I think my son is going to love Jesus with his whole heart because his dad and his mom do. And we're going to be authentic and tell the truth about our yeah. struggles and never try to act like we're something that we're not. Yeah, so, perfect. yeah, perfect we're not going to act perfect. And we're not going to equals rebellion. Yeah, exactly. So, and I, I mean, we just have a, a high, I mean, one thing that we did this, we were going to just be high confessors. Like we are going to confess. If I speak out of pocket to my son, I'm going to confess that to him. I'm going to tell him why we do and don't do things. I'm going to be like, Hey daddy did this and this was wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, so he knows that I'm not perfect and putting on a pedestal. Sorry, that was long, but no, yeah. no, no, go off King. <laughs> yeah, Braxton, there. I want to run this by you because um, one of I know a parent who said that they just didn't feel comfortable telling their child every like going into because then uh, they were worried that the child would be well if my dad did this and he's oh, good now. No, then... no, no. I'm not talking about those type of things. Okay, I'm talking like current in the moment. Like if I like hey, if you... I, I spoke I spoke wrong to Emily and he heard it. I'm going to yeah. go to him and be like, hey, that's not, I, I, I don't mean, I apologize. I didn't mean to speak to your mom like that. Or, yeah. hey, I was angry when I whipped you and I shouldn't, like those type of things. I'm not, yeah. hey, no, I used to get, no, I'm not telling him none of that stuff. No, and I think that's the, the <laughs> repentance 
someone talked about just repenting in front of your children when you do wrong and it literally yeah. I was like I was like oh like cuz you are supposed to lead you're supposed to you're supposed to be having a child is going to make you so disciplined in your walk with the Lord because they're staring at you 24/7 they're like going to watch you, what you do more every than what you say. single second of every day but making sure you capitalize on those moments to point them back to Christ like no you see that you see that i just messed up you see that i'm a sinner like you okay look at what i'm doing i'm going straight to the only person who can do anything about it right the only one who can do anything and that's jesus christ and <laughs> no washing myself no no priest no no prayer no nothing can get that ick off me it is jesus christ and that's it That's awesome. That's a, that, is, that is a really good point. My first instinct when you said that too is like, no, of course not. <laughs> like, of course not. You don't want to let your kids know that you're like bad. <laughs> yeah, right. You gotta be that the authority figure, right? Like, if you just keep letting them know that you're bad, then they're gonna, they're gonna not believe you, right? But it's like, right. Such a good point about that's totally the wrong thing. I think yeah. if you're the opposite, if you're trying to hide your flaws from your kids, eventually, like you said, like they're going to see through those lies and they're going to see a hypocritical dad who's telling their kids to act like A, B, and C while he's doing, you know, Z, Y, X or whatever. Like they're going to see that you're faking it. And if you're real, if you're like, I'm a sinner, <laughs> I fall short. And this is what happens when, when that happens. Like this is yeah. what we do as like men. Or as young women, <laughs> if you unfortunately have a daughter, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. um, if you're unlucky I enough to have a daughter in the chat, rage. Oh, dudes, bro. I love you, women, man. But there's just dudes, man. I love having a male baby. Bro. There's certain things you can do with a daughter that you just can't. Like you can't like go on daughter. Like the idea of going on a. The fact that Elena gets to is made me a father is like one of the reasons I love her so much. Like, like, um, and there's certain things you can go, like when Elena's talking about her and her dad doing like father-daughter yeah, dates. Oh yeah. my gosh, oh my gosh, that's so sweet. I want, I hope I get to do that. That's such a sweet thing. But then when they turn teenagers and you like are like, I'm gonna have an aneurysm, you know, but uh, I, I really don't. I think I think I think I think people assume that there has to be a rebellion stage, and I don't think there does. I what? There's only one. There's only a handful of girls I know who have not gone through it, and it's because their dads were freaking amazing. The people who haven't gone through it, or have yeah, have not gone through those rebellious phases, and it's because their dads were stellar dudes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think that it's. Uh, an automatic thing that bro, like anyone, guys or girls have to rebel. Um, so, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I'm the, I'm the only non-father left. Bro, you I'm got for, it. I got, I, there's yeah, some girls in enough. the Bible study, bro. You can pull, I'm telling you, I think one of them's your wife. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> I think I, I think you got plenty of options in there, and I think your stern discipline and your stern is exactly what they don't want. This is exactly what they <laughs> might not be what they want. <laughs> Actually, they don't want it, but they need it. They need, they need it. it. They don't want it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think deep down it, they I want it too. It. They just so like the our culture is so not. Yeah. 
Controversial, yeah. controversial time. Let me mansplain here. Let me get controversial. <laughs> Here's my thoughts on women for. these days. <laughs> but my theory overall, I'd say I say this a lot of my streams and stuff is like I feel like men are failing, especially Christian men. We're failing to live up to the way God created us and designed us to be, and because of that, we're failing not just ourselves, but the people we're supposed to be leading. Right? Our women, our daughters, our children, like. The people we are supposed to have authority over and leadership over, if we are failing ourselves, by default, we're failing them. And I think that leaves a void. That leaves a mess, like a trail of just a destruction behind each and every failed, weak and broken male, you know, of just that women who just don't really have correct guidance and leadership. Like you're saying, like they don't have fathers that are being right and doing right. And so what happens? They turn to a mess. You know, and you can sit here and like, I get this all the time from my male audience that they like want to point the finger at women and go, women bad. Look at how women are so evil and mean and bad and degenerate and women these days, you know. But like, all I see are just women who are adapting to the environment that like us men. Oh, yeah. Made. Yeah. And I, would, I, I think would if agree we return to like men who are like men of God, righteously masculine dudes, doing right, being right, living right. They'll right turn reasons, back to like you put a woman in front of her and like yeah she's gonna be pretty much brainwashed by the culture and her peers and her family and everything she knows in this broken environment to say like i don't want a man in charge of me i don't want a man tell me what to do i'm a strong independent woman i don't need no man but then you put like a righteously masculine man in front of that woman she's gonna go oh this is actually exactly what i need oh i didn't realize this is what i wanted you know like you have these women that are like i'm gonna work because i don't want to like I want to provide in the family too, or, you know, I don't want to live up to like those stereotypes. And then the moment they have like a husband who can work full time and she can stay home and raise children, they're like, Oh, I didn't realize this is what I always wanted. <laughs> oh, I didn't That's realize really that I was yeah. brainwashed into believing the opposite of like what I'm kind of, my nature is, you know? When I first heard that guy say that on the news, what it was like, wouldn't you be more happy if you were just home raising children, I was like, cause I wasn't really, I wasn't a Christian when I first heard that. I was like, I mean, like maybe he's right, but like, that sounds really bad. And like, I don't like, I don't know, like she's a woman, she can kind of do, and she can do whatever she wants. But, and now as I see these women get older, these really radically saved women who really love the Lord and all they want to do, not all, they, they have hobbies. They want to, no, some of them all my work, wife wants to do is be at home is with be, is be, I'm, I'm like, they're just like, they're in love with the idea of doing what the Lord made them to do. And she it's loves like, her. like, but also she's supposed to be a helper. So she's supposed to be hitting you with bounce passes up to well, your she kids. Helps. <laughs> she helps me. Elena is um supposed to be uh cold calling clients for me so i don't have to that's what a helper does right babe <laughs> okay never mind but see take uh, take you guys awesome. out of that equation right so take you out of the equation and now you have your wife your wives plural each of you here individually you have your wives with children and no man are yep. they happy are they content do they feel oh, safe shot. and secure like no if you nope, just replace you with some crazy like degenerate non-believer like that bad boy who's hot or something and he tricked her tricked someone into marrying him and having kids like yeah of course that woman's not going to feel comfortable and safe staying at home nope. she's going to constantly be worried about like is he going to leave me do i have like a backup plan do i have you know there's going to be more stress and hostility towards like 
living a more natural feminine life. Right, when you have yeah. like a, a biblical man in their lives, committed to them truly, fully, entirely, it literally opens them up to do that. To like, just be yep. like, yeah, I'll stay home and raise these children and I'll love it. <laughs> It'll feel so right. It'll feel so natural. And I'll be so like, just good at it. Almost like yeah. I was made to do this. Oh, they, they are. <laughs> but it starts Trust with me. that man. It starts with, does she have a man in her life that's loving and serving the Lord? And if they don't, yeah. like, I actually, that's where I, like, pity. Like, a single mom with kids? Like, that sounds like hell. And, of course, that woman's <laughs> going to have opinions like, I need to work. I can't stay home with my kids. I shouldn't have more kids. I should abort any ch- more children I have because I don't have resources. I don't have stability in my life. I don't have people in my life to, like, help me raise these children. Like, I kind of almost, like, sympathize with those decisions. Like, yeah, then, of course, you're not going to be fruitful and multiply. And that's no. why, like, I'm all about raising up us dudes to do that. Right. That's I two, right. I got two perfect examples of this right here. You know, Many dudes. <laughs> two dudes righteously masculine dudes. dudes who are married to, like, biblical women. Women want to live as biblically as possible. And they're being fruitful and multiplying. And, like, they are. They're not just talking about it. They're not theorizing about it or planning on doing it. Like, they're just doing it. And Facts. what's the result? Dudes on mission, happy women, happy, healthy children, you know? Like, things Facts. tend to work out. But, like, when the dudes are not living up to the way they're supposed to be living up to, it's chaos. And that's our society big picture is that. A bunch of not us. <laughs> a bunch of not us dudes causing, like, a uh, cesspool out there that everyone has to Facts. react to. Yep. Sorry, rant so over. we agreed it's all the women's fault, or did I just? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, rant over. In conclusion, right. women, women, women these days, not great. <laughs> but that's what Christ does for us. Christ took a woman that no one would want, like the dirtiest whore you could ever imagine, and he loved her. That's literally the story of Hosea. That's li- like, you, you, hey, Hosea, this prophet, go marry this, pro- go buy this prostitute and marry her. And she's your wife. And no matter how many times she runs off and she goes and prostitutes herself, she goes and sells herself to another man. You go buy her back and love her like like she never did anything. And it's just like, I'm that heart. Like, that's me. Like, I'm that harlot. And Christ loved me. So it doesn't matter how bad of if you if you take a godly man and a godly man will love that woman who's maybe acting out. There's, I mean, when you're face to face with the love of Christ through a man or just through a good husband, it's going to sanctify that woman. That woman is going to, that's what it tells us in the Bible. It says, it says love. If, if your spouse is a non-believer, your job is to love them and to show and to serve them so much that they'll see God's love through you. Yep. I mean, like they'll see, okay, Christ, this guy keeps spouting off about Christ. So I'm dealing with some friends who are married to non-believers and it's rough. I mean, it's rough. And my only advice, I have no idea what that's like, but my only advice is you're supposed to serve them as more than you would, like you have to double down and serve them as hard as you possibly can and love them as hard as you possibly can. Um, And so, yeah, the women were, circle back around, were that, that, woman in the 21st century like and but christ still loves us and is showing that love to us and it's crazy it shouldn't be that way but he's better than us and it is 
recommend. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I love the equip like Jesus being our Jesus being the church's husband and uh, the like. When you I get love married, that too, bro. It's my when you get too. married and you realize when you look at your wife and you're like, Jesus loves me like this, like this is how he like. There's that burning, that deep desire you have when you look at your wife when like everything's just like she like you guys are just clicking and just and you're like how could jesus love me he loves me more than this like that's crazy and then i can only imagine when you have your own kid it gets even crazier you can really feel god's love when you look at your kid man i'm excited i can't wait so i already saw he's kind of Okay, you guys want to do quick thoughts? Sure. Let's get it. I'm just going to throw some things out there. I just want your first kind of reactions to it. Awesome. Down? (laughs) Yes, sir. All right, first is boomers. Respect them. I don't know what that is. Is that Oklahoma? He's not boomers. Kind of. Similar. Old people. Oh, old people? Boomers are like our our parents' generation. Oh. Like the people who are like retiring right now's generation. Awesome. Love them. Yep. Yep. So you you started asking me earlier if I have any enemies, and I think boomers might be my enemy. Oh, they don't like you? You're upset about the tax thing. You're upset about the the student loan thing. Get over it. Just get over it. Get over the comments. Pay your loans, Sean. I pay my loans. I I know you, because you're a good man. Sadly, I have been paying my loans. (laughs) (laughs) I'm stupid enough to be actually paying off my my debts, you know? (laughs) Oh, man. What about China? China thoughts. Evangelism. Is it just one word? No, just, doing... just, like a, just a short. Just, <laughs> just what are your thoughts on it? <laughs> Pray for the brothers in Christ over there. Yeah. And the brothers and sisters in Christ there. That's, if there's something you could do, if Kiff is the only one in the comment, if there's anything that you could do, is just pray for our brothers and sisters in China. Yeah, I don't think much about china to be honest <laughs> um i know that's where the coronavirus started so i think that's what i think about china that's where that's where the coronavirus started i think what i think about is china. that right <laughs> yeah you're right yeah but trey's answer was better than mine but you said first <laughs> thoughts and so i'm just gonna be honest and give you my first thoughts yeah yeah no worries i like it that's what it's supposed to be Yep. What about TikTok? Gay. I don't so have gay. TikTok, and I think it is actually, I'm not even kidding. I fully believe TikTok is demonic. So demonic. Porn. Yeah, dude. Bro, get off TikTok if you're on TikTok. Child porn. Well, now, isn't, now TikTok makes me think of China. Yeah. <laughs> So, so here we go. They're back and forth. And no, truth, truth. Here's what, here's what I think. Actually, here, let me go back to what I think about China. Right. Truthfully. I Guys, truthfully I got Chipotle think... getting cold over here. So, Braxton, fix the rants. <laughs> All right, I'm done. I won't go on. Go. Tell us your opinion. I'm joking. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I, think, I think that all the stuff that they're sending over here is they're purposely getting America weak and dumb. They do that I think with I, TikTok. 
I, yes, I think they're it's doing it with TikTok. I think they're doing it. Yeah, I think they're doing it with all this other stuff. Because if you heard about what they listen to on TikTok, it's like yeah. all like war stuff and educational it's like stuff. It's like masculinity and it's like small business. Like if someone starts a small business, they're like, look yeah. at how and great then, he is. He's a hard worker and he's a good man and he's a husband so and he's much. a, you know, and then like you go and to like they, the American they feed TikTok us, and it's they like feed us Charlie D'Amelio <laughs> and makes all these little kids want to be Charlie and say, oh yeah, you guys can be 15 if you just, you can be millionaires if you just dance and have purple hair like that's what they that's I'll what they're punch, doing i'll punch my kid if i see him doing a TikTok dance I'll punch <laughs> him right in the chest. my daddy punched me in the chest i'll punch my son in the chest like a good like a good father would. yeah so TikTok's demonic that's my thought and i think china's trying to make us dumb yeah i'm not saying they're an enemy i don't know anything about it. Saying they're just if they want to be the best superpower and nation then that would be smart to make us dumb or weak or so what about Roe v. Wade? That's amazing. Oh, wait. He just called Roe v. Wade amazing. <laughs> but the over, the, he meant the overturn. Yeah, right? no, he didn't. That's not what he said, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that, that's what he meant. Isn't that what you meant, the overturn, or you just meant the I mean, actual Roe v. Wade? Just like, what, yeah, what are your thoughts on, like, just the whole the whole situation? Oh, the overturn yeah. is awesome. I, when you said that's amazing, it's think. like, I know you to know well enough. You're okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, I'm so you're thinking of the I'm, overturning of it, yeah. Yes, I'm thinking of the overturning of it was amazing. Um, I think it was so amazing, but also, for some reason, these psychopaths think you can just murder a baby now, like no, even if it's out of the womb. Like yeah. it gave it, like gave us the the God fearing states somewhat. At least we have a God fearing. There's enough God fearing people involved in the government to be able to just end it right then and there. But now you got these states that are just super demonic, that are like, let's kill the baby. Or just leave it. Like if it survives, like California's working on that bill where if it survives an abortion, or like you could just you could just leave it yeah. and die, like an animal, like you would yeah. like an animal on the on the. Yeah, I don't know. When you see when you see your own kid's heartbeat, there's no killing it, man. You just yeah. you ain't got nothing in your heart if you can listen to your child's heartbeat and decide to kill it. There ain't amount. Yeah. There's not. I don't. I'll work every job in the world to provide for that kid. After I heard that heartbeat. Yeah. yeah. What about ghosts? The Holy Ghost. <laughs> um. When I think about ghosts, if people see ghosts, unless it's an angel and he tells them not to be afraid, they're seeing demons. Big Hear them. Here I'm back on demons again. You're in the ground, or you're in you're you're in hell, or you're in front of to be absent the body is to be present the Lord. Yeah. Oh, there's my thoughts on ghost. <laughs> what about the age of the earth? Six thousand years. Thousand years old. Okay, so Christ yeah, some, some, I I don't know the correct. I don't. I literally do not know whatever the bible wherever the bible starts and you count it up to today that's what i believe so yeah. i don't know what number that is it could be 80 that, million for all i know i don't know i can't add up those those names and those people that's what i'm saying <laughs> I, whatever it adds up to that that's what i believe it is which is around seven thousand. okay well then it's seven thousand. 
I'm not opposed to it being eight billion either. If you look at it from the lens that a day is like a thousand years to God, so you know what I'm saying. Like, if you look at it from that lens, you get what I'm saying. Not like, hey, science proves that it's eighty billion. I'm not like if you're like, oh, God said six days. What、well, He also says a day is like a thousand years. Well, sure, okay, then it could be more if you take it from that perspective. But I look at it as seven thousand years because He says a day. On there, so that's what I'm going with. What about guns? I'm finna give me one tomorrow. What are you talking about? Yeah, boy, he's strapped. I'm finna buy one tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one bad habit I picked up from the Marine Corps is whenever we're on FaceTime with each other, back we we'd get a little, we'd always point our guns at each other at the screen for some reason, and I still do it to this day. I don't know why. It's because I was in the platoon with a bunch of people who, I don't know, they they're they're funny. So I love them. Braxton, are you gonna buy that from Andrew? Yeah, I mean, he said it's five hundred dollars, and it's already got a scope and something else on it. He said he said he's bringing it tomorrow for me to see, and so five hundred with no tax. I mean, that's kind of nice. And I can bring you, I can bring you,、uh, I got a bipod for it, so you'll be set. Yeah, I'm trying to go hunting, and、uh, so I think I'm gonna get a rifle. As this is the answer to the gun question, I think I'll get a pistol for like home defense and the carry. So I'm for guns, man. I do. I don't know any of the other rules. Like real men go hunting、people. with pistols, you know. That's what Trace. A real man would hit his target with a handgun. Yeah. And Trey, yeah. Trey, Trey shoots, Trey shoots deer in the foot, feet. So <laughs> I blew that. I, hey, there's a deer somewhere in the woods with there's three a three-legged deer. deer out there, and I gotta get the other. As far as I'm concerned, there's three more legs I gotta shoot off before the end of the hunting season. <laughs> I'm gonna have a peg-leg deer out there、That's、walling、right. around. That's I missed.、Awesome. I missed my first deer shot. It was far. It was a hard shot. It's a hard shot for anyone. What about the moon? What do you guys think about the moon? Fake, so fake.、Yeah. Not real. No, it's real. God made it, and He made it on the day of creation. On is there is、days. there a debate that the moon isn't real? Yes, there's a debate on anything. Well, the Bible says we it's a lesser light. I know we didn't land on. I know, I know we didn't land on the moon. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, clearly. I mean, obviously. Yeah. That's yeah, because Earth's flat. Anyways, <laughs> Earth's flat. Here's here's where it turns into a flat Earth debate. I'm Trey gets no, angry. No, I'm off. <laughs> angry I and have... sad, and eats a cold Chipotle in sadness. I will. I will be sad and eat my cold Chipotle. <laughs> What about pineapple on pizza? So good.、That、no, no, no, pineapple. No, So you gotta get so everyone thinks pineapple is gonna be super sweet, but when you bake it, kind of the sweetness kind of gets out yeah, for some reason. Have, yeah, no, but Elena is from New Jersey, and I was like, babe, you just gotta try because regular how like、uh, pepperoni or no, jalapenos regular, can't go wrong. No jalapenos and pepperoni and pineapple, the sweet and the savory kind of cut each other out, and then you add the spicy on there, brother. It's it's an it's a whole new deal, and and Elena's、yeah. from Jersey, and you know, and she takes her pizza very serious, and she said, you know what, I see the appeal, so、wow. that's all that matters for me. Yeah, it's good to hear. It's good to hear you guys. Are, I'm not like, putting、safe. no pineapple on no pizza, man. I'm eating.、Pepperoni. You eat steak with ketchup. You eat steak with ketchup. <laughs> I eat eggs with ketchup, bro. 
Well, that's fine. That's normal. I, I go barbecue sauce on steak. Everyone hates me for that. It's yeah, that's weird trash. It looks like A1. Yeah, A1 or barbecue sauce. <laughs> Why does everyone hate... Ste that's another question. What do you? What, what are your steak takes? Everyone has such strong steak takes. Gosh. Like, you how do you cook it? it? What oh. do you? What do you eat it with? You go that's to De you go to got. you go to Deacons in Nashville <laughs> and you get steak and it's fire and it melts in your mouth. That's where you go get steak. Oh, it's Deacons so good. Was so was that that place we went for your birthday? Dude, literally mid, mid steak. I make better no, steak than that. I would no, go to Kroger, <laughs> get a steak. I'm telling you, ask Elena. No, ask Elena. I've, I've had your steak. steak. I've had your steak and I've had theirs and there's gas, bro. You didn't now have you I, had some four-year-old skirt steak that you had in your freezer. Now I will <laughs> admit, I will admit on my birthday was not as good as when we went for our anniversary. When I went from mine and Emma's anniversary to Deacon's, that was the best steak. But me and Emma both were like, yeah, it wasn't that good that time on my birthday. Mm. So. Well, how do you eat it? How do you take it? With ketchup. Like medium, medium rare? Oh, I can, I'll do medium or medium rare either. Emily's like daggum rare. She likes it moving, man. Put it on two seconds, flip it, put it on two seconds, and let's go. I'm like, oh my goodness. You got to... Leave it almost rare, and then you have to undercook rest. the onions. And then by by the time it is finished, you will have a perfect medium rare. Also, if I Braxton, if I get by Elena house, do I have to get her a Christmas or an anniversary gift? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Baby said yes. She sighed very loudly. I don't. You probably heard the sigh. Did she? Did she, she agree or disagree? No, she's sighing in 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 Puerto Rican is what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds a lot like a frying pan hitting the back of the head. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you say do you have to get her a gift or does she have to get you a gift? Do I have to get her one? Oh yeah, 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 you do, bro. Yeah. Yikes. What do you get? <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> yeah extra ouch what about uh how do you do you guys wash your apples before eating them yes yeah. yeah i used to not but now i do do you go full I water just, or just like a nice little shirt rub no i just do a quick like little oh no i put water on it but i like barely i just splash it onto the water for two seconds wipe it with a paper towel and go ham yeah same i sh same. didn't mean yeah. to say that darn it <laughs> Uh, what about tacos or burritos? Ooh, depends. That's tough. That's so tough. I Are think we talking I'm gonna... like, what kind of tacos? Any kind of taco? Like, yeah, any kind. Yeah, any kind of taco, tacos. any kind of burrito. I'm going, I'm going tacos, because I'm going with oh, Derek's got, tacos, man. You got carnitas, you got carne asada, you got, you got fish, bro. Fish tacos from Chili Burrito? Forget about it. Forget Derek, about it. Derek's tacos, man. This guy. Oh this my goodness. Derek is. You're just Derek, <laughs> Derek Martin, man. He makes these tacos, bro. They are so fire. What so, about what about the fact that tacos are just kind of like gross Mexican versions of hot dogs? What do you mean gross? You're from Southern <laughs> California. Like, what do you? You don't like you don't like tacos? Oh, I love tacos. 
but like fact, oh. they're kind of like the gross version of a, a hot dog. Watching Braxton suck ice out of a wine glass <laughs> is giving me, I'm, I'm losing my mind here. Are you saying hot dogs are nicer looking than tacos? I don't mean gross as in like they don't taste good. I just mean like messy and greasy. Oh, and like oh. gross. That's a fair you know what I mean? Like, like a just a mess. Yeah, that's like true. A hot dog is just like the same kind of thing. It's just Not like true. a white, taco. basically it's like a white American version of like uh, tacos. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> right, you know what I'm quoting right now? I didn't even hear you, bro. Nacho, taco, burrito, no, hot doggo. <laughs> Come on, uh, you know the movie. That's... Uh, it's like Isn't that Glory Road? Isn't that yeah. Glory Road? Yeah. Gosh, we needed all those anti-racist movies to come out now, like to like not that we're racist in America, but just to show us like what it was actually like and what like unity looks like. Yeah, how far we've actually gone? Yeah, like like we've actually gone. We went too far. Like it's not. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not like it's not like a trail. It's more like a, these days. It's more like a balancing beam. We went all the way back to it's a circle, and we got to stay on. We all went all the way back to races. We circled all the way back around to now self segregated. What about a couple more here? Domino's or Papa John's? Papa John's. Domino's, Domino's is trash. Gross. Domino's. Domino's is Papa so John's bad. Tastes like. Literal, oh man, I don't Papa even John's know. is the Jets. goat. Jets is where it's at. But Domino's, you get the had. black box. You get the black box, yeah, the, the deep pan, dish. The pan? But, mm-hmm, bussin'. <laughs> Domino's is actual butthole. You get, Braxton, because you eat the regular kind 45 minutes after it's ordered. Yeah, that's worse than Papa John's. But if you get the black box, the deep dish, forget about it. It's done. But whole, they put some like garlic nasty seasoning on their bread. It's trash. Yeah, I'm sorry. An Italian, an Italian dish has garlic in it. Who would yeah, not? It's, it's not Italian, dude. It's Domino's. It's American. Okay. Thank you. American. They got right. garlic salt. What about Whataburger or In-N-Out? Whataburger. I've never been to either. Whataburger's fire. In and out, because Braxton's. But truthfully, I haven't had. Trust, trustfully, I haven't had In and Out in a long time. Doesn't In and Out have Christian scripture on their stuff? So I'm gonna say yeah, In and Out. In and Out is a Christian company, believe it or not. In California. Wait, in California? Yeah. Bet In and Out. I'm all the way Braxton. <laughs> important heathens out here. I what will say them? Braxton. Braxton hit me pretty hard on a, on something I couldn't really come back on on an Instagram post of mine. Just hit me with a. Oh. I'm not gonna do it justice word for word, but I posted a picture because. I moved here from California. So, of course, everyone was like, oh, In-N-Out, In-N-Out, In-N-Out. Have you had Whataburger? It was like a year and a half of people being like, what about Whataburger? Have you had Whataburger? Just wait until you have, like, hyping it up, you know? Like, the hype was so high. Like, you're never, you're going to hate In-N-Out once you've had Whataburger. So, of course, I have it. It's very mediocre. <laughs> I'm like, this is good. You know what I mean? It was like, a, not in like a yeah. bad way. I'm not even saying like an offensive yeah. Like, good, this is good. But the hype was like, this is going to blow your socks off. And so, like, because that hype was so high, it was such a disappointment. Yep. And I posted that on my Instagram, and uh, Braxton hit me with, like, uh, if I wanted (laughs) In-N-Out, I would just go to a... uh, Little League concession stand and order. 
Just hit me with like the perfectly worded. I was like, I can't even like. I sat there for like 20 minutes. Like, okay, I gotta come up with like a funny little <laughs> response here, and just could not do it. Just had to own it. So I yeah. lose this round. You're wrong. In and out is better. But I lost this. It's a it's a concession burger. It's a concession burger at a little kid's baseball game with Thousand Island dressing on it, and they call it animal style. And you guys think it's sick, dude? It's, it's the best. Yeah, it's the greatest. There's a what? There's a movie that came out recently. It's like with the uh, B.J. Novak, the guy who's in the office. And there's a scene where he's like this New York guy. And these country people from Texas take him to Whataburger. He's like, what's so special about, like, why Whataburger? And they're just like, because it's Whataburger. Like, that's why. Yeah, it and, just uh, is. That's, it's our yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's our thing, so it's better. That's kind of what, yeah. what it comes down to. It's like when you have nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you're from California and the only good thing is the burger. <laughs> yeah. You cling to it. We have pedophiles, but we have an in and out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're like ruining humanity, but um, this food's pretty good. Want to wait yeah, an hour in line for it? Open in a box right there. <laughs> Want to wait over an hour in line for this for this burger? Get robbed by a junkie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, a uh, couple couple questions here, and then we'll we'll end it. But do you do you trust the robots? Yeah, sure. Why not? What are they going to... I mean, they're going to murder me or... Geez, they touch... I mean, like... Sure. <laughs> I know how this ends, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> it's written right here. It's at the very end. Touche. Touche. Do you vote? First time. First time. I voted this for the first time. Really? Yeah. My, one of my coworkers who's a diehard liberal texted and said going in to vote and i almost forgot that i i almost forgot to vote but when he sent that text i texted my boss and i was like hey i forgot i gotta go vote and i meet him outside we're passing each other and he goes hey you gotta you're trying to go cancel out that liberals vote and i go yep that's exactly yeah. what i'm going to do yeah. bro i just ripped my jeans i'm so fat <sighs> yes yes you are <laughs> Babe, it's not funny. I have like no jeans. We're about to buy a house and I have to pay $50 for some new jeans, bro. <laughs> well, how do, you, how do you want to die? <laughs> I don't know. Either in my sleep or one of the two. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I want to die holding my wife's hand like the notebook. Oh, it's a good one. Did they I die like that? I thought she just forgot who he was. She forgot, and then, and then they were... No, she forgot who she was, and he reads the story of their life, and at the end, she remembers, and she hugs him, and then they go to bed together in the same bed after that night, she remembers, and they are holding hands in the same hospital bed, and they die. They wake up, and they don't wake up. They wake up, but they don't wake up. Uh, yeah, so, sorry. They, they don't, don't wake up. I got brainwashed... So the Marine Corps brainwashed me. So I either want to go like, like this, holding hands, shooting <laughs> my way out, like some terrorist or some like Jack Bauer terrorist in a thing, and I just I take them all out, and then you know one of them um, ricochet. Like I take them all out, but I got shot so many times that I bleed out. Or 
like Braxton said, <laughs> with my wife and our looking at our, I think who said the word? It was Charlie from Bible study. He said, with all my grandchildren and like this generations that I created and I'm just knowing that I'm the patriarch. Like that's how I want to die. Like yeah, I Yeah, that one was that savage. Idea. That was yeah. so savage. That got me. I hurt. would love that. My kids are at my house. I don't care. That's the only reason I'm having sons. Like my daughters, hey, look, I love you. That's your man. That's your family. You're there now. You can come back and visit. But I want sons so that they my family comes to me. That's why. I want sons. Yeah, just making. Oh, army. you're done. No, <laughs> most of most of the time, the man goes to where the woman wants to go. Like our That's family not works how a I'm little. Raising my kids. I'm just saying, bro. That's usually how it goes. Like the woman's like, "We're going to my family this year," not the man's like, and the man and hey, the, man doesn't, wanna the man doesn't want to deal. The man doesn't want to deal with that. You're Your dog Muting. is going ham. <laughs> Last question, or I'm sorry, not. Last question, what were you, I, I thought you said you were kidding. Next question, you said next question. Oh no. Well, I have one final question, but before that, any plugs or shout outs you, want, you guys wanna give? Shout out to my mom, man. Mom, <laughs> I hope, you, I hope sorry, you're watching this. Sorry. <laughs> so, nah, I'm gonna um, shout out to all the glory to God basketball kids. I'm gonna tell them to come watch this, so. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to um, Pivot, my company. Or it's not my company. It's the company I work out. Shout out they... to Pivot, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, shout out to my wife and my child. Um, and uh, the Lord for blessing us with um, too many blessings that we don't deserve. And my friend Kiff for showing up on the video. It was awesome. And that that little pink chicken skin right there. Bring <laughs> 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 that. You ever seen? You ever seen Blood Diamond with the African? He sees the white man. He goes, "Hey, bring that little pink chicken skin over here." <laughs> I like Tiff. Uh, Tiff in the chat. I don't know what he was replying to, but I think he wrote, "That's beautiful words, Bobby. Truly." Violence isn't associated with love. Who's Bobby? You. But my name says Trey. <laughs> he knows you. It's, he said it's Kiff. Oh, it's Kiff. Okay, Kiff, 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 Kiff. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's my boy. He needs prayer for him. He's, uh, yeah. He's, Love him to death. He's, he's listening. Good. I, I pray for him. I need prayer. He needs prayer. We all need prayer. And I think he said when I asked the question, what does God sound like? I think he said power. That's facts. That's an interesting take. Yeah, I like that. He's Catholic. Um, <laughs> he's practicing Catholicism. Right on. Kif, but it's help him. It's help Kif, him. call my line, 615. I'll give you my number. Call my line. Let's talk. <laughs> And don't don't on the, on yeah the right <laughs> it's just sean my other friend sean and i hammered him with the gospel when we first got saved you want to talk about throwing pearls to swine i mean we were <laughs> just shooting oh. him with pearl <laughs> no, we were you're hunting boar with pearl with a pearl gun <laughs> yeah yeah hunting hunting boar with a pearl gun yeah it's automatic just pearls. loading the musket with a pearl gun. <laughs> yeah 
a, like a blunderbuss where you're just like full yeah. of junk. <laughs> he was <laughs> like, yeah, this is all whack. So leave me alone with this. And we were like, yeah, we might have come on a little strong. Yeah. That'll happen. Yeah. What about, yeah. um, Braxton, what about your the stuff you're doing on Instagram? Yeah, so I'm going to start doing like, that. that. Yeah, so bbonds7. That's my Instagram. Um, if you're into basketball, which you're probably not, uh, I have a basketball channel. Glory to God. Underscore BB ball. B ball. Um, that's it, man. And then I don't do YouTube anymore. Uh, so don't worry about that. But Bebon7 started my own clothing brand. So I got my I got some sweatshirts coming out. If you guys want some sweatshirts to rock your face, those are live. Are about to be live. They're about to come in. So yes, rock my- your face. No, it says all hail King Jesus with a crown on the front. It's tough. So if you guys are interested in that, just DM me on at bbond7 on Instagram. Isn't it crazy? I think last thing, last thing, last thought. They would know you're a Christian back in the day because you had scars and or missing limbs. That's how they knew you were a Christian. Back like yeah. in the old back old days, that they would know. Well, now you were they real know because face. we wear the clothes. So what's that's up? so true. We got to do what we got to do to make it work, baby. Or self mutilate. I don't two. do it. I'm not making them so people know that I'm Christian. I'm doing it so people can share the gospel. Good conversation yeah. starters. So true. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. My final question, both of y'all. Did you have a fun time tonight? Yeah. I loved hearing Braxton's dog and baby in the background for <laughs> two hours. It was great. I couldn't hear either. Home, home, homely. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just trying to bring. At home. I'm just trying to bring a home vibe to the <laughs> podcast. Man, I always have fun. This is a an awesome podcast, man. I think you do a great job. Um, so yeah, thank you for having us on, and I'm glad you still do this. Yeah, I had a no great cap. time. I had a great, it felt good to have my friend on to hear a conversation. Because I think that helps hearing like a third, from a third party perspective versus like being talked to the gospel versus just hearing it. And that I just feel super blessed. So I'll be praying. Hey man, Kiff, Jesus loves you so much. You don't understand how much he loves you, bro. And he wants a relationship with you. Die for your sins. Amen. Amen. Yeah, bro. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thank you for having us, man.